Welcome to episode 51 of The Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how you doing on this fine blizzardy night? Um, well, it's a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Stuck inside recording a podcast. Life's rough, huh? I know. Life's so miserable for me. <laughs> Alright, but yeah, so how have things been going? Anything, anything on your mind? Uh, so... I don't know how many of our listeners remember, but there was a small topic that we covered. I don't remember. Was it the bonus episode that you didn't want to be a real episode, but I made it into one? Or is it an probably. actual? Was it a banter topic? It, it was probably what you said. All right. <laughs> the bonus. So I brought up the fact that Watsi announced that they were going to be doing these challenger decks. And a lot of people were basically thinking that they were just going to be completely worthless and it's because in the like exact words of a bunch of people they can't just fill them with value mm-hmm. watsi has officially announced the deck lists for the challenger decks yeah everybody's like <laughs> no, sorry they continue <laughs> they crammed them full of value like Everybody's like they can't they can't fill those with value, and Watsi's like hold my beer, right? (laughs) Yeah, don't worry, I got this. (laughs) So, MSRP is thirty dollars for these decks. The as of like yesterday value of the cards in these decks, the cheapest one was almost eighty dollars. Yeah, which you know no longer is, but (laughs) yeah. Like the big one, the mon- like the literal mono red aggro deck one that they're making, uh, Chandra is thirty two dollars and Hazard is twenty four dollars. You buy this, you're already up twenty bucks, and that's not even counting all the other rares that are crammed in this damn thing. Yeah, and I from what be I re- freaking happier. <laughs> from what I saw from a lot of people, they're like, yeah, this sh- this is pretty legit. Like. Like, most of the decks off the shelf are, are good enough to, you know, handle a decent, decently competitive standard FNM. And Which, some, some with minor, with a few tweaks are, you know, relatively high-level decks. Yeah, which is just perfect. Like, that's exactly what they should be. And I'm, like, I'm super happy for this because, like they're cheap enough that you can tell someone who's like new to the game buy this you'll be competitive on power level right <laughs> like their skill level might not be there but they're not going to feel like they're just being outclassed deck wise yeah which is really good for morale yeah and yeah like i just i'm super stoked for this and like and it's also coming out late enough that like any it's coming out late enough that anyone who already owns these cards shouldn't feel bad about it, because you've had a long time to get the like get them and gain use out of them, where them being reprinted shouldn't, isn't that bad. And one of the biggest complaints I've heard from people about this is it's like this is damaging the standard secondary market. <laughs> I'm just like, I had to, this... I, I couldn't find a negative response in the the main Reddit thread for it, which was surprising me. Yeah, I've seen very few, but like for the people who are like this is damaging the standard secondary market. If your goal for making money off the secondary market involves standard, you're doing it wrong. I mean, like, we could extend that out to just you're doing it wrong in general, but we'll well, we'll let that go. You're not, stores, but we're yeah, mad at you. Stores gotta make stores gotta make their money, yo. 
Hey, that's fine. Yeah. But cool. Yeah, that was. I just thought I just had to put that out there that when I'm like, why can't they? And I was like, basically hoping that they would do exactly what they did. And they did exactly what they did. I know it makes me happy. I just right. wanted to. Yeah. Had to get that out there. Okay, so John, we um uh, we had our anniversary. Honeymoon's over. Yep. We had back some to stuff happen. Each other. Back to back to hating each other and settling. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> So um, uh, a couple cards got unbanned in Modern. They're not going to probably do anything because they were accidentally banned, I'm sure. It was like some Jace card and then like, I don't know, some like haste creature. In Bloodbraid's self-defense, it was legitimately <laughs> accidentally banned. It okay, fair. Yeah, fair. It did die for Deathrite Shaman Sins. <laughs> Boy, howdy, does Deathrite Shaman have a lot of sins. <laughs> it is a sinful, sinful creature. <laughs> but, so, yeah. you know, just putting that out there. So, yeah, um, uh, we said we were going to talk about it after, but we wanted to jerk off for our last episode. So, um, Jason Bloodbrave Elf got unbanned in Modern, and this is big news. Because um, both cards are really, really good. Yeah, basically the apocalypse happened over the last yeah. two weeks. I mean, I think people expected one or the other to get unbanned. Like, I don't think... I think very few people were like, oh yeah, they're going to unban both. Unless they were, like, sniffing glue at the time or something like that when they said that. So, basically every single unban cycle, when modern is, like, even remotely on people's minds... These are the two cards everyone talks about. Yeah. These are the two cards everyone wants unbanned. These are the two cards that just, you know, change things, as it were. Right? Wizards has been making a lot of people hold their beer lately. <laughs> yeah. But, like, no, no legitimate person honestly looked at these cards and said, yeah, these are totally going to become unbanned. It's more, if this got unbanned, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I don't remember if it was on on air or if this was just like a side thing with you, but I remember you asking me if they were to unban if they at or yeah, you asked me in, in our ch- chat actually. Yeah, before the Watson, before the ban- unbannings came out. Yeah, you're like, hey, if if Watsy called you up and said, hey, you have to unban one card, what would it be? And I'm like, Bloodbraid Elf. Yeah, that's either like, like that is the safest option. Mm-hmm. And they they're like, again, hold my beer and took it one step further. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if they're just like. Well, since all since y'all's is bitching about it, here you can go. But yeah, the actual there's so much going on about all this stuff. Like everyone's like, oh, this is just a cash grab by Watsy to try and push the marketing on their Magic Twenty Five, and everyone's like, oh, Bloodbraid Elf is only coming off the ban list because it's able to pressure Jace, and everyone's. I'm I'm just like watching everyone lose their minds. It's like. Or they just unban them because they're reasonable to unban. I mean, that could be, could be it. Yeah. But so not every not everything has to be well. Watsy's evil, obviously. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I mean, so I mean, we we had a we we've got to see all the initial reactions of it from joy to horror to everything in between. Um. I mean, have we seen how things have been shaking out so far with this? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we haven't seen a official, actual, factual large tournament. Yeah. Like, as as was the uproar caused due to their announced the announcement day and the official day of the unbans, the two modern tournaments that immediately preceded, like, literally the weekend before the Monday they were legal to play, mm-hmm. they were... No, you weren't able to play Jason Bloodbraid Elf. Yeah. They were still not legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, local stores, some of them chose to actually do it anyways because they can just run them as unsanctioned, but you can't run an unsanctioned Grand Prix. Yeah, exactly. And SCG is never going to run an unsanctioned event either, right? Like that's oh, yeah. Just, that's yeah. not how they do things. Mm-hmm. So, but we've, like, everything was legal on Magic Online as of that Wednesday. So mm-hmm. we've already had a full week and a half of the Magic Online metagame shaking out. I mean, and that's where we get a lot of the, like, raw data. Yeah, and there has been a lot, a lot of deck deck list changes. Obviously, the one I'm focusing on the most is any of them that involve Jace the Mind Sculptor. That card's fun to play in Legacy. The card's just kind of fun to play. Yeah. Like, I'm a fan of the Mind Sculptor. Better than all. And it's just really interesting, like, all, like, basically every blue deck ever has been having Jace's crammed into him now. Oh, man, like, the second we, the second, like, I think I linked you the list on Facebook and said, holy shit, or something like that. And then your, your response right after that was like, huh, so what do we cut from blue-black control for Jace? (laughs) Yes, that was literally my initial thought, like, well, what are we cutting? Yeah, because the card's going in there, like... Yeah, that's not even a question. I, no, no offense to the deck that we built. I'm pretty sure that deck is no longer the correct choice for what to play. No, no. Like, it's just not doing enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the deck was on the edge to start out with. Yeah, it was always on the edge, but it was really, really like interesting, right? Like, mm-hmm. it forced you to think. Yeah, but and now I, I think there's think better it, options. Yeah, yeah, like, so like the very first deck that I saw was that Wednesday on the, um, like, Team Modern Super League or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And a guy named Saffron Olive who writes for MTG Goldfish, I'm pretty I think, sure. I think everybody knows who he is. Yeah, I just got... I just want to credit him accurately. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, he showed up with a white-blue miracles list. That's a pretty sweet which, list. Jace plus Jace plus things that have miracles is just kind of great, and like yeah. I just really like the funny thing is this deck was already a thing before Jace was unbanned. Yeah, they were playing Riverwise Augur, which is a less good Jace. It is a much less good Jace, but they were <laughs> playing that as their brainstorm to set up their miracles, which is just like the most glorious thing I've ever seen in my life. That's, I I love it. It's like closest approximation to brainstorm, right? But yeah. Like that list was spicy and awesome. Like I I really liked that list when I saw it. Yeah, like that that list was just like, you know, like that was like the first thing I like this list is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And then I started seeing a bunch of other lists and realized that I just wasn't looking hard enough for beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz we found beauty. 
There is, like, literally every blue deck imaginable you can find, Jason. Like, I even, like, brewed up three of my own, which was, like, a modified version of the Miracles lists, a Jeskai list that is just, like, raw power level. Like, I think that's that was my least favorite list of yours, too. <laughs> yeah, you hated that one. I don't like that and list. And then the deck that I've actually been running, I've currently played it to a 6-1 record at local uh, tournaments is blue moon yeah buddy we're back <laughs> yeah like we back we doing exactly what i love to be doing so the only and like the only huge flaw with that deck is um we don't have the cards between the two of us to run two of it yes that is <laughs> because you don't own jace the mind sculptors i only own one jace the mind sculptor better than all yeah yeah, I'm also I'm also running that list with uh, Kiki combo as my win con, mm-hmm. which, um, just like like looking at everything people have been talking about, basically it's like you can't just jam Jace in a deck as your only win con and expect and expect him to succeed. No, like, no, no, no. That is that is not what Jace the Mind Sculptor does. Jace the Mind Sculptor needs a team around him to help him win. Look at the Gatewatch. <laughs> <laughs> And, yes. like, so the combination of Blood Moon and the fact that I have a infinite combo to finish things off, just, like, everything in that deck is just attacking my opponent from so many different angles. That makes it super good. Plus, I can always just snap bolts, or bolt snap bolts them out of the game if I need to. Yeah, I mean, just being able to, like, sometimes oops the combo if you have to, like, is nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as res- obviously not as, like, resilient as Splinter Twin, but... You know. Unfortunately, nothing is as resilient as Splinter Twin. <laughs> yeah. But I get the look of absolute like abject horror on my opponent's faces when I'm like turn four flash in Pestermite. They're just like, oh. I wasn't expecting that card. It's like, yeah, buddy, here we go. <laughs> like, no one's expecting that card. Do you have a response? <laughs> yeah, I don't care if you expect it. I just want to kill you. <laughs> yeah. But my my experience is they usually had a response, which was you know, dear God, remand it, <laughs> or path it as soon as possible. Yeah. But yeah, you can't win them all though, right? <laughs> I mean, but like, so here's the funny thing though that we always said too, like, you know, Blue Moon plays very similar to post board Splinter Twin. Yes, it, it, it's just like a blue red tempo deck, so making that jump to the Kiki combo is not really it's one. It's I don't think it's out of blue moon's game plan and two, it's not that far of a logical leap. No. And the reason why I decided to go with the Kiki combo was just like, I just don't like the idea of through the breach Emrakul as the win combo mm-hmm. win con. And like madcap moon just like, sounds terrible right now. Yeah. Like, especially, like, because K-Command's stock is going up by a lot. Like, oh, yeah. literally, K-Command is, like, a $27 card right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got K-Command running around because, guess what? Another card got unbanned that's not Jace, but, you know. Yeah. And we can talk about that we'll, one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to her after we're done talking about the important deck. Yeah, with the, the stuff that matters, <laughs> the things with blue. Yeah, but, like, the thing I really like about the Kiki combo is, like, I can still just interact with my opponent using the Pestermite and Deceiver Exiles, mm-hmm. right? Like, I can still cut them off mana to resolve other stuff. I can still attack them with a Pestermite, yeah. which is, like, a perfectly viable clock. And Kiki-Jiki 
the only thing he can combo within the deck is um, Snapcaster Mage outside of the infinite combo. But it's still better than nothing, and mm -hmm. I can just play a 5-mana 2-2 two, two haste if I really have nothing else to do. I mean, yeah, it's like you could do worse things than that. I mean, that's definitely not what you want to be doing in any format, but... <laughs> I mean, until I drew a cryptic command for, like, on my... I think it was, like, game two of my second round. Until I do, drew a cryptic command, that was literally what I was going to do to put pressure on my opponent's Gideon. Yeah. Like... <laughs> it's like, okay, here we go. Wham, bam, thank like, you, man. the beats. Do my thing. Yeah. I mean, game. hey, I've ran... I've rode a Snapcaster to the victory. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, we there's been tons of lists we've been seeing though. Like basically, you know, every color combination that you can imagine that involves blue. Like we've been seeing that with Jason, and most of them look pretty sweet. Even mono blue has been playing Jace. Yeah, <laughs> and that's uh, saying something. Like Jace is a good card. I, I I don't know if we've said that before. Jace is a very good card. I do think people are being blinded by it, though. Yes, and I think like, I think people just are like, oh, Jace is super good, and forget all about why he's good, if that makes sense. Yeah, most of the people who are, like, super, super crazy about Jace, I'm pretty sure have never actually cast Jace in a competitive matchup before. Yeah. Like... And it's going poorly for the mess results. Oh, yeah, like... <laughs> like... You're going to put Jace in all your blue decks. But if you think you're just going to put him in a blue deck and then slam him on turn four and that like that's it, game's over, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, like that's not how this like, works. Jace will win you the game. But he's not the card that as soon as he hits the field, he wins you the game. Like, if you untap with him, a lot of times that usually is enough to kind of start locking things up and everything like that. But it's like, I mean, one, he's four mana. Like, yep. that's a lot of mana. He's four mana where you can legitimately die on turn two. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even, like, joking. That is an actual factual yes, probability. you can just die. Like, it you can lies. literally be sitting there holding a Jace in your hand and be dead. Yeah. And, like, you just I mean, never played a second land. Die. I mean, and there's... there's it can just flat out happen too, where you're like, Jace, brainstorm, you die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> these, these are very, very realistic things. I mean, you're taking a risk by casting a Jace without protecting it in some manner. Like, you know, Legacy has force of will and everything, and like days and stuff like that, so you can, you can slam him on turn four and kind of do things and still have ways to protect him. And in modern, he's just he's just a little more fragile and and a little more vulnerable to stuff. I think because you just don't have all the options. I mean, didn't you say you saw some lists playing like disrupting shoal? Yes, I've been seeing like disrupting shoal has actually spiked to being like fifteen or seventeen dollars. <laughs> God, because it's the only modern equivalent force of the yeah. equivalent to force of will. I have four extras. If anyone's interested in them, they're for trade. Just, just hit me up. Whore. Put that, putting that out there. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> Can they go back what? to being Bolt? Because that, that's a dumb Bolt card I would have liked, but... Okay. 
Well, the, th the card was never actually bulk. bulk. I know. It was always a couple dollars. Yeah, it's like I'd pay a couple dollars for those, but like now that it's like good, it's like oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually had a conversation with Scott, mm -hmm. our uh, our guest, at one point, mm -hmm. and like. Because, like, like, we literally we ran into each other at FNM yesterday, and, like, we literally stopped in the hallway and looked like we just stared into each other's eyes. And he's and like, he his face are you and... as ex <laughs> He's like, are you as excited as I am? And I'm like, I'm running three. He's like, me too. And then we high fives. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, like, and then we, like, proceed to walk down the hallway talking about it because yep. we're both like, yeah, four is just wrong. Like, there's no reason you should play four. The answer is either two or three. And that's the debatable part. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you have to have a very strong argument to be playing for Jace in any deck. Yeah, because, fun fact, Jace doesn't play well with himself. No. <laughs> I mean, you can put him away. Like, you can put him back off Brainstorm, but if you don't have a shuffle effect, you're drawing him again anyways. Yeah. Like... And, you know, you can shuffle him away, and since you're playing three, you'll still draw another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I like two or two or three is about the right amount depending on what your deck is doing. Yeah, and that's that's just something that you're uh -huh. not going to know the answer to until you try it out. Yourself, yeah, exactly. Right? It's just yeah, it's kind of one of those things that has a lot of feel to it and a lot of you can just kind of mess with it and stuff. Because I think like I'm trying to think in Legacy, I think in my lands to list we play two, but because I can because I get to have brainstorm in that format. Yeah, right. Like Jace is Jace is actually there as more of a win con than anything else. To some degree, yeah. You mean beating my opponent and to death in, with two twos that are lands isn't a win con? Well that's your primary <laughs> win con. Jace is your backup yeah. win con. Right. And you know, you're playing enough cantrips that you can play two and reliably oh, yeah, find him, yeah. which is just and in modern right? yeah, in modern you don't get like brainstorm and ponder and all, all the good oh. cards. You don't. You don't want to be playing River Wheel Auger to find your Jaces. Uh, that's that's not something you should be doing. I do, but I don't. I want to be brainstorming, but not not like that. Not like that, John. Not, not for four nah. mana. Even though that's kind of what Jace does, but yeah, that's that's different though. Jace, you spend four mana brainstorm and then fog for a yep. turn. River Wheel Auger, you spend four mana. Brainstorm, and then yeah, die. because your opponent attacked you with good creatures. <laughs> <laughs> also, I I have to make a public service announcement. I think this is very important. Okay. I am really freaking sick of everyone who's like, "Well, I can't play blue anymore because I don't own Jace." You're idiots who should not be playing Magic. Oh in general, if that's how you view things. <laughs> a lot of people are going to stop playing Magic Blue. then, I guess, John. <laughs> yes. Blue was already a perfectly viable and playable color combination before Jace was unbanned. This hasn't changed any of that. Jace doesn't even fix any of the weaknesses that the deck already mm -hmm. had. Jace is not good against aggro. He's not good against really fast combo. Like, those were the matchups that Control already had a pseudo issue mm -hmm. with. He doesn't affect that. All Jace does is give you a slightly better thing to play in mid-range matchups, 
and a slightly better thing to play in control matchups. That's really mm -hmm. it. And so everyone who's, like, freaking out saying that they can't play blue because they don't own Jace is like, yes, you can. Jeskai Control was a deck before Jace. Like, just play what they people played before they played Jace. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's driving me up a wall. Like, I don't... Maybe I'm just being entitled because I own Jace, or, like, I own Jace's, so I don't, like... I'm not suffering quotations <laughs> under this thing. But it's like, if you... John, you know what? You, if you're someone... I own one Jace. If I had to play, I would just play one to zero Jaces. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's just hurting my... Like, it just hurts me, like, mentally to listen to people complain about stuff like that. It's like, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Just, you know... Play real... You know, play other cards. Like, Jace is impactful when yeah. you play him. Jace is good, as we've said once or twice. But I honestly don't think he's amazingly better than Nahiri, which is like absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I understand that sentence. Like, I would rather have Nahiri against Affinity than but, Jace. But Jace the Mind Sculptor better than all. Yes. But Jace the Mind Sculptor doesn't kill something the turn it comes into play. It can bounce it. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. But, yeah, I know. <laughs> rant semi-over. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, yeah, some other card got unbanned, I think. Yeah. Uh, this card is literally... I was super, super, super excited that Blood Braid Elf got unbanned. Mm -hmm. And then I thought about it harder, and I realized that I actually don't care, because this card makes me uh -oh. sad. This is one of the best red-green value creatures ever printed in Magic, and it is stone unplayable in Kiki Keyboard. Yep. Which is the only deck I would ever play this got that mm -hmm. card in, and it made me sad. <laughs> but Bloodbraid Elf is also responsible for some of the highest increases in cards since the Sunbanning. Oh really? Yeah, well Bloodbraid Elf itself went from oh, yeah. being like a dollar to seven fifty. Uh K Command, as I said, spiked up to almost thirty. Um uh, what's the card called? <laughs> Collective Brutality is over $20 Yeesh. now. Like, because all of these cards are cards that are guaranteed to be some value if you hit a lot yep. of Bloodbraid Elf. Yeah, like, Bloodbraid Elf is is a good card, also. Oh, so random side note. Um, I don't think Bloodbraid Elf is responsible for this, but are you aware that Lightning Bolts are like $3 a piece right now? I thought they always were like $3 a piece. They were like a dollar back when I first started getting. Oh, I just start, I just assume they're always like three bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, because I used to use them as like trade fodder. Huh. And because a friend of mine doesn't own any lightning bolts, and I'm like, I literally own twenty eight. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Like seriously, what's wrong with you that you don't own? <laughs> you own twenty eight, and I had to give you four of them. 
You only gave me four because I didn't own Christopher didn't own Rush Arts. The original Christopher Rush Arts. Yeah. I'm playing them in Blood Moon. Oh, or nice. Geeky Moon. So. It goes very well with my white border Blood Moons. Because uh, if you're going to tilt your opponent, tilt them hard. Do you only have white border Blood Moons? No, I have... Oh, well, like the deck. In oh no! I have a single. I have. I have a single black. Like border. a dark one. I have. Is that the only black board? No. Oh, is that is, is that, like I have. Like this is completely off topic, and we probably don't even need to be talking about because because I think actually no, the only blood moons I have, I got three chronicles and one dark. <laughs> yep, and I've tried getting your dark off. Oh yeah, there's no way in hell I'm trading that. Yeah, I can. I can dream. Yeah, though, you can right? dream on. <laughs> just dream no, I have, dreams come true I have uh, Modern Masters a 8th edition and 2 oh, chronicles okay. like, yeah, now I'm trying to remember like I'm digging through all this <laughs> crap here like because this is so super yeah. relevant for our discussion about Blood Raid Elf well obviously it's very relevant I, actually it is kind of relevant because one of the best decks I've seen so far as a result of Bloodbraid's unban, is actually Ponza. Which is, yeah, that's funny. Like, I don't like Ponza as a deck at all. I never have. But, but, very big, very big but here. Big buts, yeah. I think it's super entert. I think it's super funny that, like, Bloodbraid actually made the deck semi competitive. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Because, you know, being able to hit a stone rain off of your Blood Buried Elf or a Blood Moon off of it is just super, super yeah. good. So, that is... Blood Moon is semi-related okay. to Blood Buried Elf. Yeah, I have three Chronicles and one from the Dark. And the one from the Dark has that sleeve with the smiley face drawn on it. As, As it should. Because your blood, your Blood Moons have to have smileys. Because that's how your opponent feels in the end. Yes. <laughs> That was good times. I I was happy I got that. Okay. But, um. Other what was I gonna say? Otherwise, yeah, I I've haven't seen quite as many Bloodbraid Elf decks going around because a lot of people just seem to be jamming them in, um, just generic junk yeah. decks as it were, and not trying to like build around it. And I think that's Maybe. the problem. Uh, people are also so They're... fixated with Jace. Yes. Well. There were four Jace decks at FNM mm -hmm. yesterday. And there were at least two Bloodbraid Elf decks. And one of them was like literally four color playing Bloodbraid, and the other one was just like generic Jund playing Bloodbraid. <laughs> and I don't think any of them actually did like. The two of them both did worse than, like, the three Jace decks. Uh, the fourth Jace deck actually went 1-2 drop. I was his round three loss. Because he got the... We were 1-1 one, one, and we got paired, and I was able to beat him. He was on Scape Shift. That was actually Scott, oh. <laughs> in hindsight. I, suppose we, I can actually name drop him, since I've yeah. already done it this episode. Yeah, it's just, like... I feel like people are just kind of trying to like jam it in Jund and not building around it and just assuming it's better than the things they were already yeah. playing. I mean, which shrugged to some degree maybe, like its value, but I feel like, yeah, I don't know. 
That, that card is, has such like, a... Like, not a unique effect, but I'm going to use that term. Like, it's got such a powerful and relatively unique way of doing it to some degree. Like, yeah, there's other Cascade cards, but this just does it better. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, and it does have, like, an aura about itself also, right? Of, like, this card was banned. Oh, yeah, it it's one of those cards good. that people just go nanners over. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first thing I heard about Bloodbird Elf was on another podcast, and they literally said... This card is just better, period, than any four drop Jund was playing in its in its place okay. instead. And I just think that's wrong. Like, Olivia and Huntmaster of the Fells are both situationally better than Bloodbraid Elf. Yes, it's not like immediate automatic value, but Olivia is a repeatable removal mm-hmm. source. I would rather have Olivia against a creature-based deck with, like, Birds of Paradise than Huntmaster. Or yep. than Bloodbraid Elf. Sorry. I would rather have, like, Huntmaster and Bloodbraid are both kind of, like, 50-50 on which I would rather have for against, like, a controller mm-hmm. deck. Controlling deck, right? Like, if, if the deck has a lot of, like, you know, pinpoint removal, sometimes having the Huntmaster is just better. And the hunt, being having the Huntmaster be able to flip and kill something and effectively swing for 8 yeah. damage, because you, you have the shock plus it flips to a 4 floor plus you have the wolf, is just super relevant in mm-hmm. racing situations. And, like, everyone who's like, oh, these cards are just stone unplayable, now the Bloodbraid is unbanned, like, no. not really... Like cascade it can is be good. I mean, like Don't drawing me and playing another card from your deck for free is good. Yeah, like drawing a card and getting a free black lotus yeah. is powerful. That's 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 just mm-hmm. a fact of life. That doesn't mean that it's just the best thing you can yeah. possibly be doing. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Bloodbraid, Bloodbraid's been in modern. We know it's good. <laughs> Like, we've seen it, we've yeah. seen it do its thing, so, like, I think maybe that's why some of its mystique is, like, it, people aren't going as crazy about it, because it, it's been there, and it's come back. It's not, a, it's not like Jace, which has, like, this is the first time it gets to go into modern, so let's see what we can do to make it, you know, unreasonable. Yeah, and, and Jace also has, like, you know, that the fact that, like, his pedigree is literally being the greatest Planeswalker. Yeah, better than all. Like, like, pound for pound, he's just a house. The man was banned from yep. standard. He was banned from extended. And he was never even let in the Until door now. for modern. Like, Jace yeah. is innately powerful, but people need to realize that there's a price for yeah. playing him. And you need to understand how to play him correctly. Yes, there's a lot of people who don't know how to play him correctly. Like, when they cast their Jace the Mind Sculptor and immediately brainstorm into my open mana and I yeah, lightning bolt like... him. Like, I'm playing red. Right. You should have, like, mm-hmm. ticked up at, at least. least. Once, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. tick up once. That's Then, then <laughs> brainstorm. Because then, like, if you tick up and you trade with two lightning yeah. bolts, you're still up. 
Like, yeah, the you're no, like sure you're up if you brainstorm, mm-hmm. right? But like, you're not up. Like you basically like cycled a card, and I bolted. Like it's like pl- it, you basically played an elvish. <laughs> Except it cost four mana. If yeah, if all you did was brainstorm and brainstorm. Yeah. Yeah. If all you did was Jace Brainstorm and it gets bolted, you basically cast an Elvish Visionary with an extra Scry 2 yeah. attached to it. I mean, a little better than that, but and not, not by even much. like yeah. a good Scry 2. Yeah, right? Like, it just didn't do that uh-huh. much. And now it's like. As where, like, if you force me to use two bolts, at least I'm down two yep. cards in hand. I'm not able to bolt one of your creatures the next turn. Plus, maybe and I And you might even be just blanking bolts, their draw, right? next like, draw, too. If you uh, bait seal them, yeah, yeah, and if you really want to, like, you know, mess with your own draws, yeah. bait seal yourself. You're allowed yeah, to do that's, that. <laughs> that's a thing you can do. Jace is literally one of the most complicated. Which magic is cards one I've of the reasons printed. why he's good to some degree. Like he's so good because there's so many yeah. lines to play with him. Yeah, like Jace effectively has like six different things yeah, you can do at any one time. You, you can scry, you can fate seal, you can bounce one of your opponent's creatures, you can bounce one of Fun your fact, own creatures. Yeah, that's like, flashback, to our, flashback to our cryptic <laughs> command, uh, or our misused cryptic command episode. <laughs> yeah, like everything Fletcher ever yep. wants to do in life, right? Like, that is something you can yep. do. And then... You know, then you can also, you know, brainstorm yeah. and win the game. But, so, so, all right. Did you have any other thoughts or? Okay. Yeah, I have. Well, I think I'm pretty. I'm. I'm basically it for. This is my okay. thoughts on Jason Blood okay. for now. I've. I've. I've calmed mm-hmm. down a lot off of it. Like. The the hype is kind of gone at this point because that's how the world yep, works. Yeah, Weeks gone by, which makes it awkward for us when stuff I'm happens on really... the Monday after we record. <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested to see. Me where too. Go I am excited. Here. That moon list you have also is just awesome, and I love it. Yeah, I've been thinking about it a lot. <laughs> I'm de- I'm debating cutting. That's the reasonable, combo. but you just got to find something better. If you if you put Nahiri in there, I'll smack you. Stupid. No, it would still be okay, moon. Good. I have two cards that I really really want to put in the okay. deck, and I'm not sure if I should. All right, or not. cool. We'll but see though. Did you have anything else to think about with good old JC Poo and BBE? Nah. Nah. We'll we'll see what goes from here. Okay. Sounds good. Um. John, we just did some basic math before the show. Yeah. And I realized that... You don't know how your multiplication tables work? I don't, because I never I never <laughs> counted and never thought about it. And I realized I got I got some extra packs that I'm, uh, I have just laying around here. You want to do a crack a pack? Yeah, sure. This is, Why not? This is going to be a good time. <laughs> so... This isn't even a, a real. Well, it's a real set, but it is technically a real set. So I have unstable, 
Yeah. I'm going to read these because I don't think you know any of the cards. Well, let, let, give give me a sh- like you you say what it does and we'll see how wrong I am. We'll do like you a want, let's, let's give stop Vargas. You want me to give you the name? Yeah. Okay. All right, you ready? First yeah. card, Crafty Off Octopus. Uh shit. This isn't one of the This isn't one of the the meld cards. It's a host it? creature, yes. It's a host creature. Yeah, it's a host creature. Is the octopus the one that mills? No, it's not. So this is... That must be the- Do you want me to just go? Yeah. Alright, so Tuna Blue for a 1-3 when it enters the battlefield. It assembles a contraption. Oh, and then it's yeah, a host. Yeah, and then it's a host. Yep. I think it's the jellyfish that mills. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, that's a card, but I don't think we want to first pick it. Oh. We'll see. we'll see. All right. Second card. Joyride Rigger. Shit. The flavor text is Chitty Chitty Bang 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 Bang. Yeah, I I know the art. <laughs> this is this is one of the goblins. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't. It's it's green. Yep. And it costs like five mana. Four mana. Four it's mana. Three and a, three and a green. Yeah, I was say it's it's three and a green, yep. right? I know it's only one yep. green, and obviously it assembles contraptions because it's a rigger. Yep. I can't remember how it does. Three, it. three and a green, three three. When it enters the battlefield, it assembles a contraption. That's just it, just flat yeah. up. All I right. think honestly, I like the. I don't know. I think I like the octopus better. I like the, um, host augment deck. Yeah. I like goblins. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave those both out for now, so. <laughs> okay, next card, Ordinary Pony. Uh, this is also a host. Yep. And I don't remember what any of the hosts do at <laughs> all. <laughs> this is two and a white for a 2-3. When it enters the battlefield, you may exile target non-horse creature you control, then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. Oh yeah, this is part of the infinite combo. Yeah, that they had to um, errata right away. Yeah, because of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, that yeah, card's art. That's care about this card. what? You don't care about. Really, that I like that one a lot. I would rather assemble a contraption than. Uh, fair, I suppose. Okay. Next, we have snickering squirrel. That. <laughs> <laughs> So black for a one one, you may tap snickering to increase the result of a die roll yep. by any player rolled by one. Yep. Yeah. I think it's either probably octopus or rigor right now. Still. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Work a double. This one is glorious. <laughs> All right, this is literally one of my favorite cards in this set. Yes, it is. I don't remember its mana Too cost, red red. but it's literally a. Yeah, it's a giant uh, goblin yep. holding a smaller goblin and two nails, and both goblin like the go- the smaller goblin has a hammer hat and he's holding another <laughs> yes. hammer. And this card assembles two. Yep, contraptions. it's a sorcery that assembles two contraptions. I mean, we just want the joyride rigger, don't we? Uh, I think I'm on this okay. one. Oh, I'll, I'll go with it that. Makes me giggle more. Yeah, fair enough. 
I just really like contraptions in Dude, this they're set. Good like, too. they're really good. Yeah, they are. Okay. Uh, obviously, we have to we have to draft them, but yeah. we'll see what we get. All right. Next card: sacrifice play. I don't even remember this card. Two and a white thing. instant. A person outside the game chooses an attacking or blocking creature. Target opponent controls that that player sacrifices that creature. So this really matters on how much your friends hate. This you. card's good, usually. It is. It is definitely good, but you need to have a friend who likes you but doesn't like you too much. Yeah. See, the, the nice thing about it is, is if I they attack ever, with one creature, this is just, you know, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, one creature goes yeah. away. It's just, like, it's just one of those cards, like, if you're Reed Duke, this will always do exactly what you want it to do. <laughs> yeah. And... I, I'm yeah. on... You probably take I'm on Sacrifice card. Play. It is, it is good. Yeah. Uh, next card is right. Dirty Rat. I don't know this <laughs> one in a black for a 1-1 one, one host creature rat. When this creature enters the battlefield, target opponent discards a card. Oh, it's the ravenous rat's ability. Yeah, so it's, it's a fine. It's fine, but it's like I don't want to play yep. it. Yep. All right, next card is Secret Base. And this is the League of Dastardly Doom 1. Land, tap for a colorless. Shit, tap, okay. add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Spend this mana only to cast a spell. It shares a watermark. I'm off that. I don't want to be playing Dastardly Doom yeah. anyways. Yeah, they're not they're, they're not the, the two cool ones. Oh, I just looked ahead and just realized that all of our discussions are completely mute. Moot. Uh, well, they always okay. are. Um, next. Stamp of Approval. <laughs> yep. This one is also watermark-based, yep. right? You, you choose the watermark. Yes. It's blue. Nope. Three mana artifact. Oh, it's an art. Oh, yep. yeah, because it's a stamp. Yep. As Duh. it enters the battlefield, choose a watermark. <laughs> and. Creature. Those watermarks get yep. plus creatures one. you control with watermark get plus one, plus one. And it's like stamping a goblin into a wall. It's a goblin it? stamping over Order of the Widget stuff. Two goblins with a big stamper. Okay. I know yep. there's goblins goblin. involved in it somehow. I think I'm still just on sacrifice play. Yeah, probably. Alright. Aerial Toastmaster. Uh, the Maroth shout out to his toaster <laughs> that people have made memes I don't, about. Is this actually insane. a shout out to that or just, is this just happy coincidence? This is a confirmed shout out to his oh, own Oh, nice. Toaster. Okay. Uh, it's like a white flyer yeah. that assembles a contraption. Uh, three and a white for a 3-2 flyer. Uh, you can play three and a white sacrifice another artifact uh, and it assembles a contraption. contraption. Yeah, we're still just yeah. on sacrifice play. Yeah. Alright. This is good in the contraption. It is. It, deck, it's, but... it's not a bad card. Um, our next card is Robo. Uh, this is the robot that looks like it's crawling. Because yes. it's an augment. And, <laughs> yep. It costs three mana? Uh, two mana to augment. Two mana, colorless. Pure yep. colorless, right? It's like plus one, yep. plus one. And, and what trigger does it give? It's not the roll a die nope. one. 
Is the, is this the one whenever an artifact enters the battlefield? At the beginning of each end step, if an artifact entered the battlefield under your control this turn. Do I? Does this count? You Do get, I get one. This? Okay. <laughs> yes, you get that. I'm going to give you that one. Okay. So I'm going to skip over our rare for now and go to the contraptions. Actually, I'm going to go to our, our basic land as a plains. Alright. Could be. If it was better. an island, I think that would take over, but. Okay. I mean, it's the third. It's the fourth best yeah. land. So, uh, first contraption is a boom flinger. This card is good. Yes. Uh, boom flinger contraption. Uh, whenever you crank it, roll two dice. Deal damage target creature equal to the difference between the two. Oh no. Target pl player. Oh, target yeah. player? Which one am I thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking I was thinking of the other one too that like kills a creature basically. Either way, yeah. it nugs someone. This card, this one's fine. This is It's not the good one. Yeah, this one is fine. Sorry, it's not the removal one. Either yeah. way, it's okay. Okay. Passes. Our second contraption is jamming device. Uh this one is literally a device making yes. jam. And I don't remember what uh, it does. All I know is that the Whenever you crank jamming device, creepy. creatures, target player controls get minus one, minus one until end of turn. That's also that's, that's actually pretty, also good. pretty good. That can just be straight yeah. removal against a lot of decks. Yep. So, our rare... Did we open Urza or Our Spike? rare is Earl of Squirrel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we Squirrel, four mana. Nope. It's four six, mana, right? Six mana. Five mana? Four Six green, mana. Four squirrel green, link. Green, yes, a squirrel link. Squirrel link. Four mm -hmm. four. Any damage this deals to a player creates a one. No squirrel? damage dealt by this creature also causes you to get. Oh, just straight yes, it's damage. It's literally life link, but you get squirrels. Yeah. yeah, you get that many squirrels, and the squirrels all get plus one plus one. Uh, and also, creature tokens you control are squirrels in addition to their other type. Yeah. yeah, we just we just slam this because one, it's yeah, Earl and Squirrel, and two, it's actually good. Yeah. Man, I did. I'm really bad at remembering. Unstable yeah, you were one. Cards, you were apparently. one for fifteen or something like that. So good job. You know, can't win them all. No, you can't. But so that was some good nonsense after an episode about something realistic. The funny thing is, like. Everyone always says that the hard part about these cards is remembering the name when you can't see the art, because everyone knows what a card does based yes. off the art. I could see the art of every one of these cards yeah. in my head. I just couldn't remember what their wonky yeah. shit Yeah, I mean, this is this set's barely fair, so... To, yeah. To, yeah, do that. Oh, by the way, our token was a construct. Alright, it's not bad. Not bad, but... Alright, well, that was a good time, so, John... Call, call it a night for this one. I I actually have a question for you. Oh, okay. We're gonna so we're gonna I go end off the on rails. A, yeah, we're gonna end on a slightly more serious note. Oh, okay. All right, let's get a bit. Let's this is, bring it back together. This is a relatively simple one. Okay. This is modern related. Oh, okay. Uh, as you're probably well aware, everyone hates the existence of Eighth Edition. I guess, yeah. Because Eighth Edition contains choke. Yep. And Blood Moon. Yep. And Worship. And yep. it's literally the only reason why these cards are actually legal and modern. Yep. These people are idiots. We're yep. just going to ignore them for now. But, somewhat along that vein, 
I heard someone. I had I had an interesting thought that I wanted your opinion on. Okay. Do you think modern would be better if they didn't print super hate cards? I'm talking rest in peace against dredge. Talking leyline of sanctity against burn. Kataki against affinity. Okay, so like you've heard my opinion of modern, right? So you win the die roll, and then whoever has the whoever draws the most sideboard cards. Yeah. So game one is a coin flip, depending on if you have a good matchup or a bad matchup, and then games two and three are who drew their sideboard card first. Yeah. So now instead you just have you just coin flip the first round, and it's like, oh, I got a good matchup. I'm I have a good chance at this one. Oh, I got a bad matchup. I have a bad chance at this one, and that's it. Like you're just done. Like those super hate cards are the only thing that make modern like not. Like, well, it's already complete trash, but like (laughs) worse than it already is. Like I, I think, like those cards are annoying, and the only reason those cards are annoying is because you play that deck, (laughs) that it hates out. Like, if you're playing Affinity and get Shatterstormed or Hercules Recall or Stony Silenced or Kataki or whatever it is, it's like yeah, that sucks. Okay, we get it. But you know what else really, really sucks? Playing a deck and just getting run over by affinity. Yeah. And I was like, and then you have nothing you can do about it, and you just die. Wow, that's awesome. I was actually giving my friends some shit for that yes, that exact thing yesterday because he was like, "Man, I hate losing to sideboard cards." I'm like, "Dude, you play affinity. You choose to lose to sideboard cards." Yeah, like, like, like that deck literally is like, I'm when you play affinity, you're like, I am just going to lose to to sideboard cards hate and that's it like you can change how your deck functions against sideboard hate but the thing is is that your deck's less powerful yeah because you're not as focused like that's one of the cool things about that blue black control list we had like there weren't many sideboard cards that just killed us no like our sideboard and literally none (laughs) yeah and our sideboard was usually just better because we could tailor our game plan towards anything they would do but the thing is as part of that is that we could just die like <laughs> like yep. there's just nothing you could do and that's what's so cool about it like like I, you need those valves on modern because yeah, our deck was Oops, sorry I, I was just gonna say because like you can't main deck those cards and stuff like that so it's like you know against how many other decks like Hercules Recall does stone nothing and Sony Sense does stone nothing. What? Everything but Lantern. Yeah, basically. Like, there's a few decks, you know. I mean, there's a lot of decks where your side, like, if you main deck to that sideboard card, it just literally does absolutely nothing. And that's fine. I think having narrow answers is fine. I just don't think, I think if they had broad answers, that would be a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm sure people would be like, well, bridge is a broad answer and blah, 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 and stuff like that. And I don't know. I don't agree with that. I'd just say get good, but yeah, bridge has a deck building requirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes it not a broad answer. Mm-hmm. And like, I actually, I just wanted to randomly bring this up. I find it hilarious that Stony Silence is at its best against the both the fastest deck in the format <laughs> and the debatably slowest deck in that the format. That is funny. Yeah, like, that's just perfect. Like, yeah, this is this is sweet. 
Yeah, I don't know. That, that, I have a very strong... I think they need those narrow hate cards that do powerful, specific things. I agree with you. I I am not against powerful hate cards. It was just one of those... Because people constantly bring up hate cards and how they hate that they have to play hate cards and yada, yada, yada. It's like, you don't have to. You can just lose. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like I could be like, well, I hate eating, but it's better than starving to death. Yeah. Because that's the other alternative is, is like modern's going to suck more. Yeah. I hate sleeping like legitimately but if i don't i die yeah well i don't know if you can die from it i think it just makes you go uh, crazy until you kill yourself but close enough whatever i'm not a sleepologist um <laughs> <laughs> all right anything else man nah that was that was it okay cool I, I i think that's a good question but all right cool um yeah if you want to you can uh shoot us some feedback um to the local meta at gmail.com um, you can also catch us on Twitter at the local meta PC. I still got some Steam keys to give away, so you know, send us something, send us some feedback, and um, uh, I'll I'll get back to you with uh, keys. Ob- obligatory shade on Fletcher for not responding to the individual who actually did email us. I did it while we were recording. All right, <laughs> so that's, that's fine. It got sent off. It got sent off. Don't worry. Right. But yeah, so thank you very much um we really appreciate the feedback so yeah any of you please send us feedback we'd love to hear it um yeah john anything else before we wrap this one up chase the mind sculpture better than all yes the gathering what okay go go (laughs) listen to that album it's it's pretty sweet um but yeah all right cool so i guess then (laughs) we will catch you next time